don't take yourself and your life so seriously. Invest in having fun and, and allow yourself to make mistakes because mistakes don't exist. They are just experiences. Things that you have decided in a certain moment in time with information you had. Then I know I missed opportunities just for trying to not fail, having things under control and being responsible. And if I was talking to my younger self right now, I say, Judith, let's have fun and live to the fullest. Do you need encouragement to turn tragedies into your own triumphant life story? If so, this podcast is for you. Listen to powerful guests who have persevered through challenges so you can gain strength to build your championship life. The host of Professor of Perseverance Podcast, Dr. James Perdue. Come on in again. Let's get some motivation, inspiration. Get all fired up. Let's get something that we can help the next person that we know is hurting and struggling. And maybe even be us. All right. So we can move on and have a great life and go from there. So today, our guest, she's going to help us understand and learn more and teach us more about mindset, our emotions, some self-confidence, self-expression, the power of self-forgiveness. Oh, baby, I need to learn more about the self-forgiveness and many other aspects of self-love. Yeah, if you don't love yourself, how can you expect anybody else to love you? Welcome to the show today, Judith Acosta. Hi, and thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Well, thank you for being here. And again, sorry for the mishaps earlier, but you're very patient and, uh, (laughs) You've, you've, you've definitely earned the title with the perseverance today. So yes. thank you. <laughs> so a different form of perseverance here, but it was you, you other people, people listening, you have to be here to understand. All right. All right, uh, Judith, we appreciate you again being here and sharing your valuable time with all of us and the, your powerful in, uh, insight as well. And uh, I'm just going to let you hop in and, you start us off where you think's best, and then I'll jump in and ask a few questions when I feel, and we'll move on. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. I am here to share with you that no matter what happens in life, uh, we have the choice on how, how we react to that, how we respond. And this is important because I teach people how to love themselves, how to have a better relationship with themselves. And it's very easy to love yourself when everything is going well. But what about when life seems to be throwing all the bad balls to you, Mm -hmm. when you are in real trouble, when you feel you have done something wrong, then where is the self-love? Where does it go when we really are having difficulties? And that's the reason why building this muscle, being there for you, becoming your best friend is so important at any moment. Uh, Usually when when I work with clients, people don't come to me and say, I have a problem of self-love. Self-love is a super big concept that includes so many things from, you mentioned some of the aspects, from self-confidence, self-forgiveness, self-expression, learning how to set boundaries, having fun in your life, uh, feeling worthy, accepting yourself as you are, having a good level of self-care, then it's super, super big. It includes a lot of things, but people don't say, 
yeah, have a problem of self-love, they come and say, I don't feel confident or I cannot uh, found my voice. I'm not able to express my desires. My relationship is not working because I don't feel worthy of or I, I don't feel that I deserve love. Then how, how important it is, and nobody told us this, at least not to me, to learn that you are important, that you matter, that whatever is happening in your life, you are the one that has the power and the tools and the wisdom inside of yourself to resolve it. And I remember when I had problems in my life, uh, even before I, I, I got married, after 18, uh, that I, I started battling with some sort of depression. I couldn't find meaning. I was feeling that I didn't fit anywhere. And then I, I made choices and I had a good career and, and, and the perfect husband and, and money and a job and, and everything from outside looked good. But I was feeling miserable. And, and there is a moment where you cannot hide from yourself. You can pretend that things are okay, and a lot of people do that. But if you are honest with yourself, you will see that there is a disconnection, that there is something that it's not working. And your soul will be sad. And it can manifest in emotional problems, uh, physical problems, uh, even in an accident or, or, or a very dramatic event in your life. Then I didn't have any other option to start looking for answers. And I didn't have any idea about what this loving yourself was. I, I think I was my worst enemy at that moment. I, I was so hard on myself. I was trying to be perfect. I was trying to, to be sure that others love me. And it's when we start sacrificing ourselves in order to get this important thing from outside, that it's the love for yourself. And it doesn't work. In the long term, it, it doesn't work. You, you have to learn that you are the source of, of the love and that you share with others, but you can cultivate. It's like a plant, you know, that you water it, you talk to it, put some music, good food for the plant, and it grows. And then it gives its fruits. This love that we have, we can share it with others. But if we don't have what to share, there is a moment that we are empty and we, we share something that is not real love. And it creates resentment and we feel tired and exhausted and sacrificing all the time. Does it make do sense? You, do you feel that that we are harder on ourselves than the environment and people around us? Oh, I mean, for we, sure. we, we hear from other people, you can't do that. What if you do that and you waste your time and fail? What if you go do that and spend money and you lose it? And then, but then, like you said, like you said, first thing you said, we have the choices so we can listen to the outside uh, people and then listen to ourselves and then not do, not try, not to succeed. Yeah. Or we can play it safe. Don't rock the boat. Uh, but then the ultimate decision is, should I have done that? Could I had better? Could I don't know anymore. But yeah, don't you think that uh, we're harder on ourselves than the environment? Again, we have to make the final decision. Yeah, the number one rule of loving yourself is don't treat yourself or treat yourself the same way you treat your loved ones. We are so hard on ourselves that there is a constant self-judgment, self-criticism. And it's what I was saying about my mind. I tend to attract and I am very analytical. Then your mind is at your service. It cannot be something that goes on its own. 
and torture you all the time. And a lot of people go through their lives just with this inner critic active all the time and saying things that are not nice. And I tell my clients, change the radio station. If it's not saying nice things, if you don't like the music, just change the radio station. I like that. I've never heard of that. I always heard or say, you know, something negative come in, boom, you shut that thing down fast, get something positive, think about your one of your children being born, think about it hitting a home run to win the game, thinking about, but I never thought that's pretty good. I like that. You don't <laughs> like the music, change the radio station. That's, that's, that's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, and cultivate other thoughts. I mean, we have to start building a sense of appreciation. And we want to be validated, to be appreciated, to be loved from people outside. We are asking, like, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And it's not about that. It's do I love myself? Because the only important love is the one that I can contain. I I don't control how much others love me or if they are going to stop loving me or when is this going to happen or if I'm going to be abandoned. The only love that I can really share is the one that I have. And this is the reason why we have to cultivate this appreciation. And appreciation is don't use your mind to criticize yourself, to torture yourself. Use it in a positive way to tell, oh, you accomplished that. You did that. Today was a good day. Okay, you survive. It's okay. Whatever it is, look for the good, not for the negative. I like what you said there in the thing. You know, even if you have a bad day, I survived it. I got through it. Don't That's don't go. Yeah, don't don't go. Don't don't go. Man, what a day. Good gracious, I ain't going through that again. I then then they're naming off everything that went wrong. And no, no, no. I, I like you said, I survived today. Let's go get ready to fire and just get the next day started and going. Yeah, I'm very persistent and perseverant, but one of the things that helps is when you go to bed, close the day. Don't take all the challenges, everything that had happened, the things that went wrong. Uh, those things that you didn't like, whatever it happened to tomorrow. You can start your day every moment you want. Every new breath you take is a new opportunity to build a life. But for sure, there is a good moment to to like set up intentions. One is when you go to bed and say, okay, that's the end of the day. I'm going to have a good night of rest. I release all of this because it's my choice. And I'm not going to start the day tomorrow feeling the same I had yesterday, thinking the same I had in my mind yesterday. No, I have to give myself the opportunity to transform my life, to do things differently. And the same when I get up, start with a positive attitude, with a sense of gratitude. If the first thing that comes to your mind when you open your eyes is, oh, shit, another day, then there is something you can do about it. Like, this day is going to be wonderful. And... Maybe you don't feel like that, but again, it's about building the muscle. When you go to the gym for the first time, it's not great. For sure, maybe next day you will have some pain. You have to uh, overcome the resistance. You have to train your body. You have to stay there and do it. Then you can train your mind the same way you train your body. Start by being grateful because you are alive. At least you are alive. You are here. You have the opportunity. The opportunity, again, for me, when I'm feeling what we would say in Tennessee in the South, when I feel lower than a snake's belly, then that's when I feel that I need to go out and help someone. 
because then I know, even though it's not totally for me, I'm serving someone else. And then I reap great benefits from that. That's me personally uh, from there. Now, self-love, do you, th- do you think uh, you think when, when people were down on themselves about this self-love, knowingly, unknowingly, conscious, subconscious, whatever, do you think you're self-sabotaging their own life? There are many reasons why we don't love ourselves and mm-hmm. not everybody has the same problems. And one of the things that I do, the first thing when, when people start like participating in this worship, fall in love with yourself, is choose the aspects that are more difficult for you. Because the, here there is no coffee for everyone. And yes, self-sabotage is, is one of the demonstrations that you don't love yourself enough, but there is a root cause from this self-sabotage. It might be lack of confidence. It might be being afraid of being successful, or I've I've said that same words before. You just said that. Um, how can someone? And it happens. I don't want to rock the boat because I don't know what success is like, and I'm afraid if I get over and get successful, then my friends or family are going to say I'm too snobby or high for them or you know and then they're worried about it yeah how can you how can you not want to take the chance to get better in something uh i I don't understand but people are you're like they like you said they're afraid of some people are afraid of success because we have a programming it's like a computer someone installed a program there and it runs then maybe someone when you were young told you you're not going to do anything with your life And you consciously want to succeed and you feel you have everything you need. But there is this programming that shows up and sabotage the rest of the intent, like the rest of the actions that you are taking in order to get that. Sometimes, uh, because I I, I believe in that and I do that as a therapy, also influences from past life regression. Some people have been successful have succeeded, they have been famous, they have been they have been criticized, judged, or even killed for that then there is a fear inside. I don't know what happens when I try, but there is a force, a resistance that I have that stops myself because I feel I'm going to have the same treatment. I'm going to receive the same things. Then again, I think that, uh, and it's the reason why I work one-on-one with people, not only in groups, because we have to go to the root cause of what happened to you. Where, where, Where is this disconnection that even though it seems that you can achieve anything and you can do whatever you want with your life. Things are not happening. Yeah, that's the thing. Growing up, again, you have no control of how you're growing up. Environment, uh, the people that are around you, probably you know, the adults that are negative and everything. And so, yep, you're being programmed as you're younger. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not good enough because you've been told that plus where you're living, plus the environment, plus the outside people that's outside and other homes in your neighborhood are feeling the same way. Uh, but again, yeah, if you don't find a way to get out, all you're going to do is repeat the situation. Yeah, it's called a pattern. And a pattern is just this, a repetition of certain things. But look at this at the, in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's like your soul comes here with an agenda, like takes a, like the book and it has written all the things that you want to accomplish. And 
when we have a pattern that becomes conscious, I mean, we are aware of this is happening to us, we have the opportunity to heal. It's like your soul is guiding you to make you feel stuck again in the same place, giving you as many opportunities as you need to overcome that, to, to understand it, to heal it, to learn from it, whatever it is, until you get it. And then what we think that it's the worst thing that is happening in my life, it's really an opportunity for transformation. It's really like, okay, here you have another chance. Maybe you, you get it this time. And we are never the same. We keep changing like a spiral. No, it's 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 it's, it's the same, but it's not. We are not the same. That's right. Uh, and, and I tell people, I don't, I don't know exactly why you go through what you go through. You know that more than me. It could be brought on because of the decisions you make. It could again happen through, um, uh, for example, you're going to church and you get hit by a drunk driver. Now that's out of your control, but that happens in life. Now, yeah. Um, I tell people said sometimes we go through things. It's for us to find out how strong we really are in life, and then preparing us for something bigger to come yeah. along. Yeah, people that, uh, and again, talking from a soul perspective here, people that want to evolve faster choose very difficult lives, and sometimes we are very fast in judging the life of others because I mean, maybe you had an accident and people feel sorry and it transform your life. And it's really, it's really a lot to, to, to deal with, but people that, uh, that have addictions, sometimes they are in this situation because there is an evolution of the soul. I mean, and from a human perspective, we may say, Oh, that's not good. You shouldn't do that. That's waiting your life, wasting your life. No, is there is a there is a higher perspective in every situation we live and the only purpose what we are here is to really to learn how to love ourselves better and how to love others that it's usually a consequence of loving ourselves better we are better with others and and to become happier and we don't get it we we keep struggling and and, and focusing on things that are not really as important as as us. Yeah, we're supposedly the highest intelligent creatures on this big ball of dirt. But sometimes we sometimes we make things so complicated and yeah. when it just needs a simple fix, but we want to overanalyze, overthink yeah. it instead of just doing the easy thing. Yeah. Hey now let's get back to a quickly here to and I'm very big in this, you know. Growing up, we hear you need to forgive the people that's hurt you. You need to forgive the people that, uh, yeah. uh, you know, did something to you. We need to forgive the people that may have lied to you. You need to forgive. I don't remember one time, and I love my mom, and uh, she's a single mother, raised me and two other brothers. But I never once heard her ever say, you need to learn to forgive yourself for what you did wrong. You know, yeah. uh, again, I, I don't know why they don't teach these kind of things in the school. That's Exactly. I don't know because again, I got this one buddy. I've known him for over 40 years now and he got a DUI. I don't know, 35 years ago when he was a teenager and he, he'll go, uh, I can't get out and get a job because I got the DUI. I'll go, man, that's 40 years ago. What's it got to do about today? But he kept using that excuse 
until he was in and out of jail, in and out of jail, and he kept going back if I wouldn't have drank the first time. It has nothing to do about going to jail today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're making the decisions not to do what's right, and from there, and I don't know if he'll ever learn uh, from there, but um, he, he he's one of them that wants to, I don't care, I said, I don't care if it was 40 seconds ago, you've got to let it go Trust. to be able to move forward. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree because we have this this upbringing, uh, most of us, and it's a religious education, some some somewhat or family patterns, whatever. And we have to forgive because we have to be good people. And forgiveness, and from the perspective of the Akashic Records world that I, I, I use uh, for healing, and I'll explain this later, forgiveness is a different thing. It's what allows you to set yourself free, to really decide to move on, to move forward with your life. The only way to disconnect from those events, those people, those relationships that that happened to you is to make a conscious decision of releasing it. And there is also a a common mistake, like something that everybody thinks about, like if something had happened with other people, I need the other people to forgive me. And forgiveness is not about that. You do your 50%. The other person will or will not do it. Yeah, you need the other person to move forward. Again, you can't control them. Exactly. But it's also that it's not necessary. You need your own forgiveness, and that's good enough to continue. But that's not what we have learned. And it's very, It's. I think it's also an ancestral pattern, not, not only what, what we have learned when we were young, it comes from many generations ago that that was the idea. You have to like swallow up and forgive. You feel it or not, it is what it is. And and no, you have to have an understanding. You have to take responsibility or make reparations if you want. But the most important is to be able to release because if you are not, and you are responsible for your life, for your own happiness, for what you do here, you cannot continue living. And then it's the situation that you described so well, no? and then I have the excuse to do this or to do that, then there are a lot of people that get stuck in a moment in time. It can be uh, the loss of a loved one, a divorce, something they did or that someone did to them, and they cannot move from there. It's it's just my life is stopped here, and you don't have the right. That's not the reason why you are here. You are here to evolve, to change, to transform your life. Then sometimes the only way that we have to overcome a situation is to forgive ourselves. No matter how big it was, it's just that. There is nothing else. And forgiving is not understanding, it's not thinking that nothing had happened or not judging the other person until uh, the beginning when the things happen. No, it happened, it's real, it was painful, it hurt you, whatever it is, you are there with you, but how you can be so bad with yourself that you are not even capable of putting peace that you have to carry this 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 baggage for the rest of your life because you did something wrong in your opinion there is no wrong that justifies this being so bad with yourself yeah um Oh, shoot, I forgot where it's going. Well, I'm thinking where I was going to go. I'm going to tell you a funny story about that friend of mine. Now, um, he, he, he again, doesn't work. He draws food stamps. 
like a hundred hundred ninety seven dollars of food stamps a month. All right. I don't know, maybe 18 years ago, Tennessee has the lottery and it was the first time reaching like half a billion dollars, 500 million and the lottery. Okay. He comes to me one day, he says, man, you see how much that lottery is? I said, yeah, man. I said, man, shoot, I'm going to buy me a ticket or two. Just see what happens. And I said, I know mine's going to say instant loser on it, but I'm going to try. And uh, he goes like this. He says, oh, if I won that thing, they take my food stamps away from me. I said, what? He said, yeah, if I won 500 million, they'll take my $197 food stamps away. That yep. was his thinking. That's yep. his thinking, you know, the way he's brought up and thinking in the past. And yeah, I said, you can't live off half a billion dollars that you need 197 a month. And, uh, yeah, but that's that's and there's people out there, and I feel so sorry for them and uh, for whatever yeah. brought them, whatever brought them there to keep them there. And so it's no, still like like you said, we've got to get out and do the best we can, have the best life possible, help other people out there along the way. Uh, if they're dragging themselves, let's pick them up and walk with them. And yeah, that, that's a, that's what I believe. So that's my two cents worth. And with inflation today, it's really a nickel's worth, but it's only worth two cents. So, yeah, but it's the, again, it's the programming. But one of the things that it's important in the path of, of self love is to become aware, to observe yourself from this perspective of you're not only the main character in your life, it's like sitting in a movie theater and watching a movie about yourself, but without judging yourself in the movie just sitting and observing because then you realize things about yourself that don't make sense, things that you want to transform, to change, to improve, whatever it is. But the path of self-love has to be like work with a lot of kindness, understanding and compassion. It cannot come from criticism. And a lot of people that want to improve their lives, they think that they have to be so hard on themselves because if not, they're not going to find the motivation to change. And the only powerful force that allows you to change is love. If you want to teach a kid, don't scream, don't beat him, don't speak to him with love. With like as an adult, even if you want, with the understanding of there is another being in front of me that needs this. But unless there the other person opens up to receive the message, there is nothing you can do. We only change when we want to change. And Awareness is the key because you cannot heal what you don't know. And a lot of us act in this unconscious way. We think that we make conscious decisions every day, but that's not true. Most of our decisions are totally unconscious. It's the programming that runs the show. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you think because you have been thinking the same way. And your mind automatizes a lot of things because you make so many miles of decisions per, per, per day. And it will be too too much, too complicated. Then when you have a way of reacting that it's always the same, this, you just do it. You just do it. But it's not conscious. It's just a way of reacting towards life. With awareness, you can find a way of responding that is friendly. Okay, let me pause for a second. And, and this is important in terms of loving yourself. When you pause and you give yourself this, this time to breathe, you can ask yourself, what is the best choice for me now? What is the best decision for me now? Instead of reacting always the same time, doesn't matter if you are going to eat 
like pizza or salad, or you are going to work here or there, or you're going to say yes to this person or not to this person. doesn't have to be a big event, but just like practicing on giving yourself this space to put yourself first and to decide what's best for you gives you a totally different perspective of the world because now you are included. Now you matter. Now you have something to say about your life. Good example there is, again, if you don't love yourself enough to keep you healthy, you can't help anyone else. Okay. Cause if you're dead and gone, you're not helping them. And an example I can go with that is my mother got sick 20 years ago and the doctor wanted to put her in intensive care. And she says, no, I got to get home and take care of my mother. I got to take care of my son. And he says, well, I can't stop you from going home if you want to die. And it took that message for her to think, even though she was doing so much to help the family, the boys, her mother and everything, that she didn't think enough of herself to keep herself healthy. And now, 20 years later, she's still here because she woke up to that and we're thankful she did. But it took that hard of a message for her to realize that she needs to take better care and love herself more to be able to take care so she can help in the uh, in the future. Yeah, it's this message like in the plane, no? that if you're traveling with a kid, first, if the oxygen mask goes down, first put your mask. Because what is the tendency? No, let me help you. No, you're more important in, at this moment. You, poor of you, and then we die in the intent. And and people don't understand. A lot of people that think that loving yourself it's selfish. Um, it well, is there's not. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with being selfish. No, every now and again, is, or some of the time. Is, because again, there, if you don't think enough of yourself to give yourself the proper care, the proper love, the proper health issues, the proper nutrition, the proper, again, you're not going to be here to help anybody else that you want to help. And so you have to learn to be selfish to an extent. Again, you don't give yourself enough sleep. You're going going to hurt your health. And then again, so there's there's nothing wrong with getting, but, but when you're not, but when you're not used to, being selfish, it's hard. No, I agree. I just don't call it selfish. I and, yeah. and a lot of people that say that is because they think that if you love yourself so much, then you don't have room to love others. And that's not true. The more you have, the more love you have inside of yourself, the more you can share. The less mm-hmm. you have, the less, I mean, I cannot give you anything. There, mm-hmm. is, there is nothing I can share with you. But let me give you an example that maybe people understand better why mm-hmm. I say that it's not selfish. Let's suppose that you have a heart condition and the doctor tells you stop smoking, don't drink, don't eat fat, uh, not fry food, all of these things. And you have to take care of yourself. Then the heart person says, I'd rather die. <laughs> I can't have all that good stuff. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> then you go out of the hospital after the problem that we had and, uh, you continue doing the same. And then you mm-hmm. have a second heart attack, more serious. That's being selfish because now others have to take care of yourself. Someone has to be with you in the hospital. All your loved ones are worried. Uh, the bill of the hospital, everything that is going on, every, everyone stop your their lives because of what happened when there was a solution. And in any area of your life, 
and and again, I'm not saying that we don't all need help and we don't have room to make mistakes or, mm -hmm. or, or to make our own decisions. But the same, if I overspend and then I have a, a, a lot of credit card debt and I have to ask you for money, I put you in a difficult situation. Maybe you don't have it. Maybe you don't know how to help me. Maybe uh, it's complicated. Then when we love ourselves, we are not being selfish. We are being responsible of who we are. That's the there reason why go. we are here. There you go. Uh, I like because that. Selfish is the other part. It's like yes. when I don't take responsibility for me, I send this responsibility on top of others that they will have to pay for that because mm -hmm. I didn't want to do it. I like that. Yeah, it's uh, not to be. I still think my term to get it's not it, to be selfish. A little bit to take care of yourself, but I understand what you're saying. Taking responsibility to be able to. Yeah, I understand that. So I, I actually like that too. So you're doing all right uh, uh, there, Judith. You know you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you hung around and waited 45 minutes for me now. But hey, people. Well, now you're catching in why she's persevered so much today. I goofed up and was for 45 minutes late. And she was uh, she was patient enough and uh, persevered through that and got me here. So I appreciate that. And I'm glad 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 we finally did get to meet to do this. Yeah, we so, had to have this conversation today. Then, it, uh, it's, and it's a great one. I, I agree with everything that you're saying because uh, I teach and talk about other things uh, similar to this. It just... Um, different wording again you yeah. talk about changing the radio station and i like what you said about you're not the only uh, character in your movie you know we got this supporting cast or non-supporting cast you know that we have to uh uh be wary of and watch out for again uh, like you said we do the wrong things now the supporting or unsupporting cast is taking responsibility for us so yeah i like that yeah. and a lot of things that happen in our lives are due to to lack of self-love. I mean, we we have many uh, illnesses that are related with not taking care of ourselves properly, of not releasing. Nobody also teach us in the school how how to release emotions, how to what to do with what I feel, where I put it, what is the healthy yeah. way to understand what's happening in my life, what do I do when I have an emotion that I don't like. I'm I'm, I'm, I don't I'm like yeah, I'm kind of worried about the future kids. That that it seems like since it's internet and everything, too many people hide behind bullying names and fake accounts and getting in it because they don't know how to deal with their emotions. And so yeah. theirs is to lash out behind an anonymous website, anonymous email site, or whatever it is, um, username, and yeah. because they don't understand, and it's just gonna make it harder for them. When they're out in the real world, yeah. But the only the only uh, way that you can defend yourself from that is loving yourself. That the, your confidence mm -hmm. doesn't depend on the approval of others. It depends on the opinion that you have about yourself. Mm -hmm. And and nowadays there are and I have clients that teach that they teach mindfulness in the schools, and the the kids are so wise. If you give them room and the parents also understand a little bit of, of these things and empower the kids more and ask less about the not important things and, and, and just say you you matter, you can do it and not not in a fake way, but just allowing the kids to, to connect with their own love for themselves and know that they are important. And uh, we will transform the world and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of... Uh, 
optimistic about about this, no matter what is happening in the internet, um, mm -hmm. that, that we can change those things. But but that's very important to this perspective of being mindful of your life, no, of observing but not judging, not being so hard, not being so critical, and knowing that no matter what happened, you have the opportunity to forgive yourself. But before, even before that, you have to be compassionate with you. And it's not about, oh, I suffer with you and I suffer because of the world's uh, situation and, 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 and the poor people and all of this. We, we have to start practicing all of these things with, it, with ourselves because the less judgment and that, that I am with me, the more I understand others. Mm -hmm. The more compassionate I am with me, the more I can lead with compassion or live with compassion. The more I respect myself, the more I will respect others. Then there is a way of loving that, loving others that doesn't need to change, transform, possess, give you advice and all of this. We tend to in, intervene in the life of others too much. And what we should do is just tell them that I'm here to love you. I'm here to hold you, to support you in your path, but I respect who you are. I accept you as you are. That's true love. That's unconditional yes. acceptance. But if you don't have it for yourself, how are you going to say this or, or really do this in real life for others? You cannot hold others if you don't have a space to hold yourself, if you are not doing well. All right. I'm wondering what to say next. Because everything you're saying is true. I mean, there's nothing uh, I can say other than amen, sister. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's just speaking speaking the truth out there again. Again, you need to love yourself enough that's going to be able to help the next person. Besides, again, like, I just go back to, you know, if you don't take the proper care of yourself and everything, you can't be around to help the, the other people. And if, if you don't like yourself enough, the people are going to see through that and they know you're not truly trying to help them. So, yeah. And the same with expressing your needs and desires. We, we are afraid of losing love. Uh, when we are born, we are full of this unconditional love. We just mm -hmm. love. We don't criticize ourselves. A baby is not looking at the other baby and say, Oh, I have less hair than you. And I'm, yeah. I'm cuter than you or no, they just are the center of their world. And they, they, they feel that totally. And you only have to see how, how happy it looks like, usually unless you have to change or have not eaten the, the baby. You know, it's, 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 it's this radiance that they, they have. But from zero to seven, every message that you listen from an authority figure becomes truth. Then all these sentences of you have to be a good girl uh, I'm not going to love you if you don't do this, or the teacher, you have to behave a certain way, or the priest, whatever it is, then we usually understand, we make a connection between behaving a certain way and being accepted, on doing certain things and being loved. And then we understand that if we are who we are, ourselves, authentically who we are, we may lose the love of those that we want the most. And that's very, very complicated because what I'm going to do, we are social by nature. We know that we cannot live on our own when we are young kids. And 
we have to self-sacrifice. At that moment, we make a choice and we forget that we made the choice at that moment. We start just being what others want us to be. A good girl, don't say, don't express, don't ask, don't... Then being authentically you that should be something natural is very difficult because there are some layers of inauthenticity that we have been putting there. We wear a mask continuously through life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of who is the person that I should be. And then I totally forget who I was. Like, it's forgotten. Me, the real the real me. And it happens in at work. It happens in, in, in with my partner in life or... Or, or even with my family. And that's that's sad because finding your voice, expressing who you are, your gifts, is one of the reasons we are here too. I used to be a school teacher and uh, health problems I had to get out. But um, one thing I really didn't like was, and I, I was middle school teacher. So you're talking the uh, 12, 13 year old, 14, whatever. And one thing I really didn't like with our school system is they didn't allow kids to be individuals. Everybody had to wear not the same clothing, but a pants and a shirt had to be tucked in. The belt couldn't wear one glove and not one on the other hand, you know. And then if you did something, then these teachers are turning the people into the principal to write them up. And I really hated that they couldn't express their individuality. So that from there, and they're, all they're doing is trying to find their way. And if they're not doing, if they're not doing it in a negative way, that's destroying them. Yeah. I don't see, I don't see why they couldn't let them do that. No, no, me too. I, I totally agree with you. But, uh, but again, how, how you express your individuality, your gifts, your, your talents, how are you going to feel confident later on in your life? Mm-hmm. If someone told you who you are, it's nothing. You cannot even express it. We are not interested just be like anyone else. Yeah. I, I mean, I understand I understand some things not allowed. Don't give me that. But you know, they ought to be able to express themselves. I mean, for example, if someone's one of them that wants to wear blue hair, no, if they dyed the hair blue, they were sent home to go take it out. I mean, yeah. but they're, I, how is that hurting them? How is it hurting all of us? I, and not that I saw blue hair. I'm just saying, you know, I uh, just saw too yeah. much of, let the kids be kids. Let I mean, if it's not destroying anything and not let them be kids. I, oh, well, that's another yeah. topic, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, we're gonna that's have another a second, day. A second conversation about that. Yeah, that's another day. All right, uh, Judith. Well, I'm glad that you uh, persevered and hung on here with me. And, and we go through this. You're an amazing woman to go through all of this and, and tell us all this. I mean, everything you've said is... I agree with because it's uh, I teach the same thing and talk the same thing. Thank uh, we you. just used a we just used a different different uh, method. Uh, what what would it called language? Not language, but uh, oh, wording, I guess. And yeah. uh, so I actually like your wording better. So <laughs> I'll have to I have to steal one or two things just so I can. And I'll try to remember to give you give you uh, credit for it, but I wouldn't promise it to happen all the time. But I'll try. So all right. Judith, hey, tell them um, you were going to mention something about some of your worship uh, music and stuff you were talking about. And if you want to mention uh, your website and all your social media for people to find you, maybe they can find you for some coaching. 
Yeah, I'm in uh, every uh, channel of social media. You can find me Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Pinterest, YouTube, whatever. But the website contains all the information about my classes, my workshops, uh, retreats, and private sessions. It's uh, my name, Judith M, as a MaryCosta.com. And if you have any questions, you can shoot me an email to judithmcosta at hotmail.com. Uh, there, again, you will find all the sessions, coaching, past life regression therapy, consultations on the Akashic Records, whatever it is, and the workshops about self-love, fall in love with yourself, fall in love with your body. Uh, now I have one about uh, how to manifest your desires. And I also help people to find their soulmates, to find true love, unconditional love. All right. I need some true love here, Judith. That's for sure. I got my service dog over here, and he's about the only one that's loving me right now. So, uh, and, all right, Judith, now, the, for the ones listening, make sure you spell Judith, J-U-D-I-T-H. Then she said M Costa, C-O-S-T-A. And I'll have this links and stuff down in the show notes for people to click on it to be able to find you easier. Judith, you're an amazing person. I appreciate that you're going out and helping people and them coming to you so you can help them. And I wish more people would go seek help so they can live a better life and everything. So they can persevere like you did today. So, uh, Judith, we know there's people hurting and struggling today. If you could leave us with a powerful message to help them get through today, that'd be a blessing. Yeah, I say that... uh... Don't take yourself and your life so seriously. Invest in having fun and, and allow yourself to make mistakes because mistakes don't exist. They are just experiences. Things that you have decided in a certain moment in time with information you had. Then I know I missed opportunities just for trying to not fail, having things under control and being responsible. And if I was talking to my younger self, Right now, I say, Judith, let's have fun and live to the fullest. Hey, Amen, sister. Yeah, I'd have to give myself a good kick in the pants and say, <laughs> let's go do this the right way. You've messed it up enough and move forward. That's it. You know, uh, again, we came to, I actually on my website, you can go to professorofperseverance.com, have a free mini course for you. And it's titled, actually, there's also a, a PDF of a book. And it's titled, Your Past Doesn't Have a Future, But You Do. And so if anybody wants to go grab the free mini course, uh, the uh, PDF of the uh, book, thank you for doing it. So, all right, Judith, thank you for being here. Everyone else, thank Thank you you. for uh, coming in. If you need some, uh, you know, someone needs some help with uh, self-love, be sure to pass this uh, podcast over to them, let them get some ideas, and maybe they can get a hold to Judith Costa in the future. All right, I'm Dr. James so Purdue. There you go. I'm Dr. James Purdue, the professor of perseverance. Thank you for coming on the professor of perseverance podcast. Do something today, tomorrow, something next week that's going to help you persevere past your paralysis. Thanks for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. For motivation, inspiration, and encouragement. For more information, go to Facebook at Professor of Perseverance. Visit the website at ProfessorofPerseverance.com and view the YouTube channel, Dr. James Perdue, Professor of Perseverance.